welcome to the 69th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. My name is Samantha Blackman, and I am one of your co-hosts. Um, I am an associate professor at Purdue University in here in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana. And, um, well, my gig is I talk about, write about, think about, amongst other things, but most uh importantly <laughs> video games video games video games and i am joined tonight by two of my regular co-hosts and a special guest um so we'll start with the guest because we're polite here and what alicia, what guests alicia <laughs> will not cut her off uh, <laughs> our guest tonight is charlotte hyde and our co-hosts tonight are alicia carabinas and sarah nixon um all right ladies let's introduce ourselves charlotte we'll start with you oh okay well i'm a um phd student at purdue university i'm interested in games um i live in indiana but i'm currently in missouri i don't know what else you want me to say <laughs> you're good <laughs> Who's next? Alicia. <laughs> okay. Uh, my name is Alicia Carabinas. I am a student at Purdue University in the MFA Masters of Fine Arts in Creative Writing, Fiction. And uh, Sam dislikes me. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just because our kids are going to get married. Uh-huh. You keep talking. I'm pulling my letter of recommendation. Oh shit! I like you, Sam. You're my favorite. Oh, Sarah, it's your turn. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Sarah. I am also a student um, at Purdue University, but I am an undergraduate student. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, I'm studying uh, professional writing and creative writing, and Soon, I will be looking for a job in games, so Someone consider me. Yes. She's really smart. I'll give you that. She is. Well, thank you. <laughs> Don't let it go to your head. All no. right. <laughs> so tonight, we'll do our usual, um, starting with our favorite things of what you're playing, what you're reading, what you're drinking. Um, and uh, as I said, we're plied around here, so we'll start with Charlotte. Charlotte, what you been playing? Uh, <laughs> I've been playing Raymond, Raymond, and more Raymond. And by that, I mean Raymond Origins, Raymond Legends, old Raymonds I find on Xbox Live. <laughs> yeah, it's basically Raymond. Um, Persona 4, I got mm-hmm. into that. <clears throat> I really like that. Um, but yeah, basically Raymond. I'm, I'm a little obsessed. My husband would, would be on that boat with you. I just want you to know. I mean, I'm like really obsessed. I, I think I need help with the Raymond situation. You know, I've never played a Raymond. You shouldn't. Don't start. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm not big on more traditional kinds of platformers. I like platformers with a twist. But it's so beautiful, and the music is... And, and in Raymond Legends, the music, you have to do it to the music. Oh, see? And it's super hard, because if you miss the beat, then you die. <laughs> and wow. Just, yeah. See, I don't know about that. Oh no, it's awesome. And and they throw in the extra twist of it being eight bit, so you can't even see what's happening on the screen because it's like terrible graphics on purpose. Oh no, see. Uh-uh. Oh no. No, you would love it. Says you. We'll see. I'm just saying. It starts out all pretty and fine and easy and then the next thing you know you can't put it down. It's like crack. 
<laughs> Always chasing that first high. All right, never mind. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'll go next. Um, what am I playing? Oh my gosh, I'm like you with Raymond, um, Zelda, Zelda, and more Zelda. But I'm playing all the same Zelda. Um, actually, I did go back and play a little of um, play a little a couple of a couple of the old Zeldas. Um, I went back and played a little bit of Link to the Past um, because I was playing Zelda, um, A Link Between Worlds, and I actually wrote my um, Power Hour review about it. Um, was that last week? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, so. and And we've talked about this before, is that well, uh, most of the early Nintendo games I didn't play way back in the day. And I just started playing them when I got my DS and Zelda was one of them. I mean, I had played Zeldas, but Zeldas were always like wickedly hard and people had to keep up with them and draw their own maps and all that other crazy shit. And I wasn't into that because I was really into, well, I was really into JRPGs. And if I was going to spend that much time, I wanted to spend my time on JRPGs. Okay, fair. Um, so it's like now, um, this Zelda Link to the Past is to the Zelda series what I think Pokemon X and Y is to the Pokemon series. It is like a series seller. It's what's going to make me go back and play some of the other games. Mm. And I think it it is a wonderful kind of inroads to the series because it is a great fucking game. Let me just say that. Um, and like I said, in my, in my power hour review, my only, and I think I might've said this, um, in our last episode, my only complaint about it, and it's not really a complaint because, you know, it's, it's a, a part of the platform is that in some dungeons where you're jumping from platform to platform and moving from platform to platform, you have to turn the 3d on. Because otherwise you cannot see that the platforms are not level. But I kind of found a way around that in the, in the last week. Because I'm kind of like refusing to turn the damn 3D on. Because it gives me a headache if I leave it on too long. Is if I take an arrow and shoot it at the platform. Because if I can tell where it is. Based on whether the arrow hits the platform. Goes under it or goes over it. Right? Because if it goes under it. It's over. It's above me. If it goes if it goes under, it's above me. If it goes over it, it's level with me. If it hits it, then I got to jump to get to it or go up to get to it. So um, I'm finding ways around turning the 3D on. But sometimes even that doesn't work and I have to still turn it on. But we'll see. I am loving that game. Like I said, I think it is um, it's t- it's to the Zelda series with Pokemon X and Y. Um, was to Pokemon, which is pretty interesting, is that I've totally and completely gotten into two whole new series of games that I had never played before this year. That's pretty impressive. I think um, Nintendo's really kind of hit their stride with um, with the 3DS, finally. Yeah, I think this was a good year for Nintendo. Even though they, even though I was an early adopter who paid like eight thousand dollars for that damn for that damn handheld when it came out. And there were no games. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember. What was that damn thing? It was almost, what was that, $269 when it came out? Jeez. It was crazy. It was crazy. And then remember they did the price drop and gave us all the all the, all the the old games free? 
Mm-hmm. So I that's why, I, and then I have some old Zeldas that I got because um, they were ports from other systems. Um, and they gave they gave them in two rounds. The first round was stuff that they were only going to give to us as um, members of the Ambassadors Club, and they would never release for the 3DS. And then the second round was games that they were just releasing to us early, and now they're starting to release them to everyone else. So, you know, I guess in the grand scheme of things, I got a whole bunch of games to play that, you know, other people will never have to play. It's not all bad being an early adopter, I suppose. All right. What else have I been playing? Oh, okay. So, um, Emily talked me into Doki Doki Universe on the Vita. Charlotte, have you tried this? No, it was, it was, it was, um, I'm trying not to add to my backlog right now. <laughs> well, the way that she talked about it, you know, it was like, it was like part platformer, really a lot like Animal Crossing, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, I really loved Animal Crossing. I really love Animal Crossing. I always have. Let me go ahead and try this Doki Doki universe. It's got, you know, cute cartoony line drawing graphics, blah, 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 blah. Okay, let me tell you this. I bought that game. And every time I start to play it, I fall asleep. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and next time I see Emily, she owes me fourteen ninety nine or twenty four ninety nine or whatever the hell I paid for that game. <laughs> well, I think that was my problem. Was I was like, well, I don't know. I mean, I have. I mean, I can't stop with the Raymond, so it doesn't really matter. But I don't want to buy another one that's just going to sit there. Yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. Well, you know, let me say, maybe I've just been really tired. But Zelda don't put me to sleep. Maybe I've just been really tired. <laughs> It has great reviews, though. It's $14.99. So, you know, I'm going to give it a minute. And I'm going to go ahead and try it again. I have tried to play it like three or four times. And every time I try to play that damn game, it puts me to sleep. And then I, then I have to start all over again because it's got text and, and not audio. So you actually have to read it. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Doki Doki Universe. Mm, yeah. So... I'm not saying some people love it. Emily thinks it's like the greatest thing since sliced wheat bread. Um, but I will say, you know, wait for it to go free on PS plus. I don't, I don't know though that if, if the sleepy thing necessarily indicates bad game, because I will tell you, I love the mass effect games, but man, there was something about them. I would play for like an hour and a half and I would just start passing out on the couch. Oh no. I mean like within the first five minutes. It puts me oh, okay. That's, oh, a problem. that's pretty bad. <laughs> I'm not talking about hour and a half, baby. No, I'm talking about it puts me to sleep. <laughs> well, okay. I just finished the tutorial and I didn't play it like three or four times. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. Um, and because the next gen uh, console scene is still pretty much a desert fucking wasteland, mm-hmm. I uh, bought Peggle 2. <laughs> For the Xbox mm-hmm. One. Tell me about it. So, you know, I got a... What the hell did I pay for that machine? Four, four, five hundred dollars? Whatever the hell I pay for it? Five hundred dollars. Peggle machines. Yeah, I got a five hundred dollar Peggle machine. <laughs> um, buy in it. my life, that might be worth it. I don't know. So, I been, I played some Peggle. And instead of calling it Peggle 2, they should have just called it more Peggle. Because I ain't nothing different from it from the last Peggle. Fair. <laughs> except That's all, all I want out of Peggle. Except instead of just like as levels, there are levels with sub-levels. And I think there are seven 
levels and there are seven levels that are masters so you have seven masters and each one has a different special move Mm -hmm. um and then there's a set of levels within each um within each uh within each level and uh (laughs) and uh On the second one, I was sitting there while I was sitting there and, and I was like, huh? And I was like, there are mountain goats humping in the background to the beat of the music when the game gets going. So, yeah, I was like, well, I want my kid watching this, so we won't be playing Peggle. <laughs> At least not this part. Yes, there were mountain goats humping in the background. Well, you and know, then, mountain goats got to get some too. And I'm about to hit you. And then, <laughs> and then when you like you finish the level, there is a climactic moment where oh. the mountain goat on the bottom lets out this huge scream, and the mountain go- goat on the top explodes. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they may. Yeah. And I was like, really, really, this is what you want to do. And I said Peggle. So I was pissed off about that too. Because, you know, now you don't want to let your kid. Because what the hell are those mountain goats doing? Um, I don't know. Why did it just explode? I don't know. Yeah. And that's that's kind of that's kind of lame. Because I'll tell you, we Peggle is a family experience for us. We play the shit Edison Peggle together as a group. I will record it for you. I will yes, go back. And, I will go back and play that master level again because I finished it. But I'll go back and play it again just so I can record it for you. Yeah, I want to see that. And uh, so you'll see what I mean. I mean, not um, that I'm going to buy any kind of a next gen system for a while, but <laughs> I got no money for that shit. Yep. What else have I played? Oh, I played um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the 360. Because my kid has a love for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. And we were at the Redbox. Um, I was getting a movie. And she saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And she was like, oh, it's a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. I was like, no, that's a game. She was like, even better. Can we get back? <laughs> I like her. But that game is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was so bad that after a while, she just handed me the controller. She was like, you play. I'm going to watch. The controls were bad. And so it wasn't really, you know, anything other than you would expect for, you know, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles kids platformer. Because it's a platformer. So nothing more than you would expect. But the controls are so bad that you can never kind of click or go where you need to go because it Mm. just doesn't respond well. Um, so, and that's especially frustrating for a kid, you know, a little kid yeah. who, you know, needs kind of a wide berth of, you know. We've run into that a few times with some of the games Jax wanted to play. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's one of the reasons why the Left 4 Dead thing came about. It's because that was the first game that responded the way he wanted it to. And also he loves zombies. So it spawned a whole thing. But there you go. Thank you, Valve, for your controls. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> but I have to admit that I didn't play the game for, like, two hours because it was giving, it was giving uh, achievement points left and right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, so that was fun. Um, uh, so I did download and start and play just a teeny tiny bit of Neverwinter because, you know, Alex Lane wants somebody to play at Neverwinter with her. But as, you know, as she is tonight, she has been uh, job marketing, campus visiting, interviewing. So she hasn't had a whole lot of time to do stuff like play Neverwinter. So I've been left high and dry after having uh, downloaded this game and create characters and all that other wonderful stuff. But we're going to play some Neverwinter sooner or later. And then always, 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 there is my fallback Hearthstone, which I still play. And I'm really, really afraid of what's going to happen when they actually release that game for iOS because that's going to be ugly. I'm not going to be able to play anything, but... And that's all I've been playing. All. Well, my list is easy. I uh, played a little Cards Against Humanity because, you know, I'm a terrible person. Uh, Today, I'm not allowed to talk about it, but I will say that I played it. I started The Walking Dead Season 2. Lovely. It uh, is really, really, really sad so far. Um, And mostly, mostly what I have been playing um, is State of Decay Breakdown. Playing so much State of Decay Breakdown. My husband and I, in our joint game that we were playing together, climbed all the way up leaderboards to 116. But uh, when we beat that level, our, our new score was a little bit lower because I guess some other people started power playing too. So now we're going to try to wipe everything on level 8 and uh, and see if we can break the top 50. But it's been really fun. It's really hard at this point. At level 8, there's like no resources. There's zombies everywhere. You get new people, but they suck. We just lost somebody for the first time in like four levels. So we have to replace them. But that game, y'all, even though it's got some bugs, it's got some problems, it's so good. I can't even tell you. (laughs) It's so, like, we get so into it. We're so intent. Even the person who's not playing at the moment will sit, like, on the edge of the couch and, and, like, grip their hands together like they're playing and we'll we'll talk each other. Like, oh, no, we got to do this. We got to do this first. We got to do this first. We get so into it. And uh, it's really exciting. So... Well, that's good. I downloaded that last week, so I gotta start on that next. Play that shit, Charlotte. It is so good. It was on sale you, on the Steam sale. So you're gonna play it? You're gonna play it on the PC? Yeah. I've heard it looks so much better. Because I will say, you know, I'm not. I don't really care about graphics as long as I can see what's going on. But it's muddy as hell on the Xbox. Not really. Well, it was on. It was cheaper on the Steam, so I just go with what's yeah. cheap. Yeah. You'll you'll love it. I hope. Anyway, otherwise I might have to disown you as a friend. No, I'm sure it's zombies. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's it's real good. It's real good. Charlotte loves all the zombies. All the zombies. Yeah, that's why we're all broke. Loves Left 4 Dead. I'm not a big Left 4 Dead fan. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> all right, that's all right. I can forgive. Sarah. Okay, so I recently have gone into. <laughs> What I call Animal Crossing New Leaf Addiction Phase Two. <laughs> so I like, I kind of forcibly fell out of it at first because like finals and final papers and everything kicked in, and I just literally didn't have any time for it. 
And after that, I was kind of just like, meh to it for like a week, two weeks maybe. And then I've just suddenly gone back to it and all the toy day stuff is happening now and all the winter stuff and it was all very exciting and now I'm drawn back into it. Um. Harassing, harassing my villagers into telling me what they want for toy day and building snowmen and such. Now you are out there in the wintry wilds of Canada right now. You should have plenty of snow around you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It snows like every day, but the snow is more interesting in Animal Crossing. <laughs> and the, all the little like fir trees turn into like Christmas trees with lights on them. It's oh, so see, now I gotta go back in Animal Crossing. I know. Everything's so festive. Damn. And today, my um. My store had the big giant Christmas tree. And I was like, yes, so I bought that. And I gotta get the Santa suit and all mm. the Christmas furniture. Yeah, now I gotta go back in Animal Crossing just to see. Yeah, I mean, like, this is like, December is like one of the most active months in Animal Crossing. So it's like, if you don't, you miss so much. It's very sad. I might have to put Zelda down for a minute. <laughs> if you do like 20 minutes a day, I find that's enough time. To See, what home. I just need is I need no new games to come out for like three or four months. Oh, yeah. okay. That'll happen. <laughs> that's what I need. No new games. None. You just need me to take your credit card away from you for three months. Right, you just bought a game like like twenty minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's, true. <laughs> That's why you had to put two copies on Steam. <laughs> your clicking finger is just way too active. <laughs> I have no self control. I have none. This is why it's actually good for me to be poor. Um, because it forces self-control upon me. Otherwise, I would be in your position and I would have like seven game systems and no time to play them. I pour. Whatever. <laughs> then put your salary in the in the exponent. And I'm poor. Because <laughs> I also have student loans. I'm still paying student loans. I'll be paying those until I'm, well, you know, your age. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be paying them way past my age yeah that's true, that is true. <laughs> yeah I got student loans okay so I'm still poor I just have a I just budget for games uh-huh. and then if I go over my budget then I then I have to like scoop into like my coffee budget and, and then, then I'm like start, then you start denying food <laughs> Have you seen that child? She eight feet tall. She don't let nobody lie her food. <laughs> Truth. She, she is tall. She is very tall. And I think she's in the middle of a growth spurt again because she's been eating two dinners a night. She'll eat dinner and then like two hours later, she's like, Mama, I'm hungry. I'm like, no, you're not. She like, yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> and then she'll, then she'll still have a snack before bed because otherwise she'll wake up in the middle of the night hungry. So we in the middle. We're about to have another growth spurt, and I'll grow all our clothes again. Mm. It's ugly. It's ugly having giant children. My baby's giant. <laughs> all right. So, 
That's everybody. Oh, everybody. Oh, you do. Gone, girl. So I, for my power review, which is tomorrow for tomorrow, I have the Cat Lady, uh, which is like a horror adventure game. It's available on Steam. Um, It's like you play a woman, a forty-year-old woman who is. uh, Well, you when you get into the game, she is committing suicide and then she wakes up in this like world between the world of the living and the world of the dead and she is put to duty by this person called the the maggot queen or the queen of maggots something like that and she makes you um have to you have to go out and find these five parasites and basically kill them. Classy. And the whole thing is kind of like you're getting into the mindset of a person, you know, who's severely depressed. And that is kind of, it's kind of interesting in that way. And it's, but it is also very gruesome and potentially triggering, I would feel like. So keep that in mind. Yes. I would say, because I haven't played that much, but. I've heard the gore only gets more as you go along, and it's <laughs> and there's one part where at the very beginning where your arm gets cut off, and it's pretty interesting. So just be aware of that. Nice. All right. So I look forward to reading that Power Hour review. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, reading. Anybody read anything or other than student papers? Because you know this has been that time of the year. I'm Not related fiction. to games. Fiction. Yes. Yeah, fiction. Fiction. Any good game-related fiction? Uh, no. Is there is there any good game-related fiction? You know what? I I actually picked up something yesterday. Um. Hold on, I'll tell you what it's called. It is a novel by. Austin Grossman is called You. Why are you? Um, so I picked that up because it's supposed to be. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find the. Uh, it says You is a novel about everything that happens when you try to make a video game. So it's about game developers. Huh. Um, but it was supposed to be. It's supposed to be a good one. It's a new book. Um, and. He had a previous book uh, that was... Who's the author? Austin Grossman. Soon I Will Be Invincible. Soon I Will Be Invincible was his last book. Yeah, that got really kind of rave reviews. Um, About superheroes. So I figured um, I was going to go ahead and try out you because it was about game developers first. And then if I like that, when I go back and read, um, soon I will be invincible. So, yeah. Let us know how you feel about it. I will definitely let you know how I feel about it. Like I said, I just picked it up yesterday. Um, and I haven't started reading it yet. Because I've also been, you know, it's uh, Christmassy season. So instead of reading, I've been uh, playing games and knitting. I am knitting a game theme thing right now. Yes. I am me knitting too. 
Are you are you did are you doing it? Mm-hmm. I am knitting a Pokeball hat for P. Pokeball hat. <laughs> so it's gonna be very cute. Yes. Uh, oh, you were really knitting. I was wondering if you were, because I I told Alicia if she knit the hat that I would do the embellishment for her, because she said she couldn't do that part. Yep, I started it the other night. We've been watching uh, we've been watching lots of random episodes of, of TV on Netflix because we don't have that much time to do it during the school year. So I started knitting while we were watching. Well, yeah, I finished the rainbow elf hat. So I finished that one today and then I just cast on for the Pokeball hat. And I'm doing I'm working on it as we talk. <laughs> All right, let's go to the that. fun part, y'all. What you drinking? Charlotte. I know you drinking. Well, I'm drinking <laughs> crappy beer that the hotel gave me for free. Yay. What kind of beer, beer is it? <laughs> it's Bud Light. Oh. <laughs> that's all they had. Whoa. Oh, well, that's really bad. Oh, well, it's it's that's free. It crap beer, but it was free, so whatever. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know if I could drink Bud Light even if it was free. I think you could. <laughs> I, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, could, I couldn't. I, could. I don't think I could either, but it turns out I can if it was super cold, I probably could. It would have to be super cold. It was pretty cold. And they let me bring it to my room. Yeah, it would have to be super cold. And then I put it in the refrigerator and it got cold. Then I'd have to have like some okay. chips or something spicy. Oh, well, they have all that down there. It's great. They have like dinner and they have snack foods and beer. And they have mixed drinks too. But I figured if I got a mixed drink, they would short me on the alcohol. Yeah. I know where I'm stopping the next time we're traveling through Missouri though. <laughs> they, have, they have like dinner and snack foods and it's not bad nice. All right. I'm drinking my beer of the year the Push Lion beer Kibbles of the year. Creamy Dark since it's game of the year night I figure I'd just drink my beer of the year beer of the year, mm-hmm. beer of the year. Nice. it's Sarah, been my go to you're in Canada you gotta be drinking no actually I, I was just about to say I, I don't have any booze in Canada what? Not have booze in Canada. It's Canada. Uh, what else is there to do? <laughs> booze prices are higher in Canada. It is a deterrent for me to get anything. Not at the duty free. Yeah, Dan picked up like two twenty-four packs, and at the time I was like, "You're not gonna go through all that. We're only staying a week." And he only has like probably a fourth of one pack left. I'm like, wow. Yeah, it's 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 some there's something about Canada. There's the air in Canada makes you drink. Mm. <laughs> Look, I'm from Michigan. I'm I'm from right. I I'm you know we were always 20 minutes away from Canada, so you know. She gets the spillover. We get the, the spillover spill, air. The spillover air, and we spent a lot of time in Canada. Mm. So. Especially between the ages of 19 and 21. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 18 and 21. I'm old. Oh, that, was that before? Uh-huh. Oh, uh, yeah. 18 and 21, baby. Um, so I am also, I'm drinking something abnormal for myself. Oh, I, no. no sneaky sneaky? No sneaky sneakies. Because I have a, <laughs> it's sad. I got an empty, I got an empty fifth bottle of Firefly sitting on my desk next to me. Um... <laughs> Because last time I was like, I'm not going to keep getting up and making another drink. I'm just bringing the fixings with me and sat down. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that's real sad, isn't it? 
Um, cause I was in my office playing games cause I was playing uh, PC games and I, I needed to be comfortable cause I was going to be playing for a while. And, um, so I was gonna, I was gonna have, I had raspberry vodka and I had picked up ocean spray cranberry lemonade. So I was going to have, you know, a fruity drink, but then I had Chinese food for dinner. And apparently they sneaked me, they sneaked me a nice bit of MSG, <clears throat> which I'm allergic to. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I had to take uh, medicine, um, which made me sleepy. Uh, so I was like, I need to drink because if I don't drink, they're going to talk about me because I think I was sick last time we recorded. So I wasn't drinking. So I couldn't not, not drink two podcasts in a row. Or you guys were going to like have my head or tell me I couldn't come back. So I am drinking uh, Kahlua and coffee is what I'm drinking tonight. All right. Nice. See? Fancy. That's what I got. <laughs> I had my drink all planned. I had my drink all planned. My cranberry lemonade was cold. Sneaky, sneaky deluxe. The raspberry <laughs> vodka. No, there was no sweet tea. It's just gonna be uh, cranberry lemonade and raspberry vodka. So like a fruity punch thing. Because mm. um, I don't have any Firefly in the house. Because uh, the store that I usually get it at um, didn't have any when I was there the other day. So, and I didn't go looking for it. I wasn't that bad. <clears throat> so that's what I'm drinking. All right. Let's talk about some news. Let's talk about it. Because there is news to be talked about. Oh, yeah. News. Where are we going to start? Let's start with the first one. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so, apparently, people who make superhero shows don't want girls to watch them. Look at that. Because <laughs> we... You guys, we don't buy the right merchandise. Well, they don't make merchandise for girls. They don't. That's why. My, that's why my daughter wears wears panties with pockets. You know, and you would think that since girls tend to buy a lot of stuff anyway, that they might market to us. We like to buy things. We enjoy it. Oh, essentializing, essentializing. <laughs> I like to buy things, but they ain't got nothing to do with the fact that I'm female. Nope. Boys like to buy things, too. I'm just, I'm saying from their perspective, from this, these kind of people who think in, in these dichotomies, they should be looking at us thinking, but women like to shop. And yet they're not even there. So what is it then? Right. They yeah. know that we, they, they know that we don't get enough money to shop. Oh, mm. is that what it is? Because we still making 67 cents on the dollar. Right. Yeah. No, I think it's really ridiculous. And I'll say this. The reason why we don't buy a lot of the things that they're trying to sell is because they're cheap. They're low mm-hmm. quality. They're ugly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why we do things like, you know, knit Spider-Man sweaters and Pokeball hats for our own kids. Yeah. Because then at least you can get something that's decent. I mean, it's true. I mean, and it's not just women, but any kind of crafter will tend to make their own products because they're not cheap. 
I mean, but see, I mean, in all, like I always shouldn't decide. Like I said, that's why my daughter wears panties with pockets. Because the superhero underwear that she wants, they don't make for girls. Don't make for girls, yeah. So if we want superhero underwear, we have to buy boys' underwear. And I am terrified about this as my my baby girl gets older. Because you know she's going to want all the same stuff that her brother has. Because that's how little girls work. They When they have older brothers or older sisters, they want to be like their older sibling. And we're probably going to be buying panties with pockets, too. And... And that's exactly what, you know, it's kind of what you have to do. Because remember, we I think we had this conversation before when we were talking about the the superhero, the superhero underwear. I was so excited because they had uh, they had female superhero underwear at the store. But oddly enough, the only thing they had on the underwear were the symbols. So they were really? basically the same as the male symbols just on girls underwear and they didn't have any pictures. And kids want the pictures of their superheroes on their yeah. underwear. They don't want the damn symbols. They don't want, you know, Batman's bat signal. They want a picture of Batman beating the hell out of somebody. At least my kid does. So it was like we still couldn't buy them. We still had to go across the aisle and buy panties with pockets. They have to make it special for girls. It's just ridiculous. What are they going to realize when is anybody going to realize, and this is a revolutionary idea, I know, big fucking deal right here, science happening on this podcast, women are people. <laughs> are we really? I think we really are. Gosh. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is pretty sucktastic. It's pretty sucktastic. I mean, and it's just like, it's just, seriously, it's even like when you would... We try to buy, or at least I do, like, T-shirts for myself, right? It's like, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. If you buy, you know, a woman's T-shirt, it's going to have a really low-cut neckline, be mm-hmm. cinched in at the waist. And have those tiny sleeves. And have I those tiny hate, little caps. I fucking sleeves. hate those things. And often, if you are a larger lady, you get uniboob because the shit fits in such a way that it squeezes your titties up so that you get this one giant massive boob, um, which yep. is annoying. Yep. Or your other option is to buy a giant shapeless men's shirt. Yep. That looks like a garbage sack. Because you yep. have to get it big enough to fit over your curves. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe, here's another revolutionary thought. Maybe if they tried actually marketing to girls, and I'm not saying that they should paint everything pink, but if they actually tried marketing to females in general in reasonable ways, maybe we would buy stuff too. They'd be surprised. I think so. All right. Other fun stuff. <laughs> That was one rant down. One rant down. <laughs> okay, so this one was funny. And it, it hit, like, all the game news outlets. Uh, so I had to jump over and, and check it out. And I actually wrote about it this week, about uh, the uh, Tea Party Facebook page <laughs> that posted the image of Comstock uh, <laughs> uh, from um, Bioshock Infinite as kind of their... On their Facebook pages. Look how cool this is. Somebody gets exactly what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> because oh, that man. is a joy. 
Right. And so it's the image from Bioshock Infinite um, that says, "For God and nation, it is our uh, it is our holy duty to guard against the foreign hordes." So you got you know the big picture of the of the holy protecting father holding the Liberty Bell in one hand and the Ten Commandments in the other, and he's surrounded by these um, racist caricatures of. Uh, Africans, Aztecs, Jews, any of the foreign hordes uh, that are trying to come in and, and ruin the U.S. Um, mm. And <laughs> so they posted this to the Tea Party page, you know, as, as you know, I guess a representation of what they believe. Their slogan. <laughs> it's like, here's the wonderful stuff. Um and all hell broke loose because, like I said, it, it hit the news outlets like it hit everybody. So all the gamers in the world went to the Tea Party page and proceeded to tell them how stupid they were and <laughs> argue with these people who... So, and some of them actually tried to argue back about how wonderful it was and how they thought it was uh, how they thought it was beautiful imagery and it was a philosophy that they held <laughs> held sacred uh-huh. and they were like really do you recognize that this is making fun of your dumb ass <laughs> well, I like to read comments in general but that those comments made my day it was it was <laughs> so you so you got to read it too and I'm I'm glad that I had the foresight to screen cap like almost 50 pages of it because they took it down. Oh, finally? They finally took it down. They left it up for a long time. They did. I was surprised. They left it up for a long And I mean, people after a while were even saying, it, they, it was up for like a day or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a while, people, after a while, people were like, really? You still haven't taken this shit down. How stupid are you? And uh, so they finally took it down. But I screen capped a lot of it. And I screen capped, like I said, like I think the first 300 comments. So I actually got a lot of the early, the early reactions to it where people were posting stuff like, amen. And, and, and then the connections that people were drawing back to Barack Obama were really oh, interesting. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Um, so like I said, I, I, I screen capped it cause I knew it was coming. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. But I think it's been dumb week in America. <laughs> dumb week in America. Like the dude from Duck Dynasty. Oh my god, I read that shit this morning. Yeah. I was sitting in my chair. My son and my husband had just taken my son and my daughter to school. I'm sitting there in the chair and I'm thinking, can we just go ahead now and everybody just stop watching Duck Dynasty? Because I'm so tired of seeing that nonsense every time I leave the house. Like, Duck Dynasty slippers. Duck Dynasty coffee mugs, Duck Dynasty everything, Painted Whole House, Duck, Duck Dynasty, Dynasty fuck that shit. Hats. Yeah, and, I've seen those. You know, this guy is is seriously straight faced trying to say, you know, man, black folks were totally fine before that whole fucking civil rights thing came in and screwed everything up. And I'm just sitting there, I'm clutching my eyebrows, you know, like the, the face, thinking. Are you serious right now? Well, I mean, and he did an interview in GQ and went right. out on this homophobic rant in GQ mm. because oh so many straight men read GQ. Yeah. <laughs> Not to say the straight men don't, 
But I'm just saying, a whole lot of men who aren't do. And so, you know, so that hits. And I think well, that hit today, didn't it? Yes. And um, I don't know if you heard this, but A&E has already asked his ass not to come back. Good. He has Good. been indefinitely suspended from Duck Dynasty. How about we indefinitely suspend the whole fucking show? Because <laughs> too many people watch that dumb shit. <laughs> if you are listening and you watch that dumb shit, stop. Stop. <laughs> There's better shit you could do with your time. Well, see, people might think the shit I watch is dumb, so I'm I don't not care. Gonna, I'm not gonna begrudge people their uh, guilty pleasures, cause I got my own. Let, let me send this message to this dumbass, okay? Do you know why, when you were sharecropping next to the black folks, they seemed so happy? Because they didn't have any other options. <laughs> that was it. That was reality, okay? It was either that, or try to make some change and probably get your ass lynched. <laughs> All right. So in that situation, you kind of make the best of what you got. It didn't mean it was okay. It didn't mean that the welfare state swept in and ruined everything. It means that now people might actually get to like I don't know have jobs, doing things other than picking cotton and ironing your ass's clothes. <laughs> Ooh, oh, somebody God. is hot tonight. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. And it's not me for a change. <laughs> I'm just going to drink my beer. I'm going to go get another one in a second. That shit made me really mad. I was just sitting there like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? And then, you know, in, in, in more stuck on stupid week, uh, Zoe Quinn um, I th- w- w- put her, her game depression quest um, up on steam's green light this week. Um, and, you know, as a female designer, developer she also posted she posted and said hey here's my game tell me how you like it tell me what you see is wrong with it you know she's asking for like genuine feedback right she posted her phone number okay Uh granted Uh maybe not the brightest thing in the entire world maybe not Mm -hmm. right no maybe not the comments (laughs) that followed you know what there I I thought that some I thought that nothing can shock me anymore with the shit that people say. And yet, and yet there's always one. There is always one that gets me. Like on Fat Ugly Slutty is the one about going back in time and getting a dinosaur egg, raising the dinosaur, you know, raising it, loving it so that it can eat so that it could it could kill you and he could fuck your dead body. That one was it was so horrendous. It was hilarious to me. But the one that got to me the most with this one was why the fuck would women be depressed when all they have to do is take off their clothes, lay in the middle of the street and open up their hole basically to be gang wrecked. And that would just make everything fine. Oh my Christ. Are you serious? Yeah, no, I can't make that shit up. And that one got me again. I was like, you should just die right now because there is nothing human or humane about you at this point. Wow. It's like, it's just crazy. It's like every time I think that, you know, people can't sink any lower, they prove me wrong. So she had to change her phone number, of course. Yeah. 
And like I said, the comments have been absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. And I have seen some of the worst bullshit put up to be greenlit that's been done by men that people just ignore. Oh, yeah. And Depression Quest is not a bad game. I played it. It wasn't for me, but it's not a bad game. It was like, really? I am losing all faith in humanity. Yeah, I feel like I just went on a depression quest of my own. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. It's horrible. What is it about the internet that makes people think it's totally kosher to say this shit? I have no idea. They don't realize that the internet is also real life. Right. I guess. I have no idea, honey. You know, sometimes I start talking to my son about things that you shouldn't do, and he does not understand what I want. Like, <laughs> tell him things like, you can't hug girls when they don't want to be hugged. You can't hug boys when they don't want to be hugged. You need to back off. And he looks at me like I'm crazy. But it's because I go out and I read something like this, and all I can think is, how can I make sure that my son does not grow up to be one of these assholes? Yeah. So I'm lecturing him on things he hasn't even done. Yeah. And you, I mean, and it's, it's a see, but see now, and now you have the joy of being the mother of a daughter. So now you get to, then you now you get to go out and like, go through everything to make sure that your daughter is not susceptible to becoming a, a woman, who lets that shit be her down. Yeah. Because uh, I saw I saw Alicia in Target the other day, and I was like, and I haven't gotten arrested yet, and she was looking at me like I was crazy. We were at Target and we were listening. P and I were listening to the Frozen soundtrack. My kid can listen to a song one time and know all the words. And will sing. Because she loves to sing. And she has a sweet little voice. So she was singing. But she's also kind of shy, believe it or not, when she just meets people. Um, But once she knows you for a while, she's like killing you and, you know, stabbing (laughs) you and spilling your blood on the floor. That's her new favorite thing. And, um... No, and we don't watch, and we don't play violent video games, and we don't watch violent shit. I think it's from hanging out with Jack is what I think she did. Because <laughs> yeah, that's when all kid. this started. Blame mm-hmm. my kid, sure. Um, <laughs> Whatever. So, a woman mentioned in the store, she was like, is that you singing? She was like, you sound so, you sound so nice. And she immediately stopped. And I, I never want her to be silenced by anything negative or, you know, even by attention. It's okay to have attention, you know, yeah. it's, it's okay, right? Because you are who you are. Be who you are at all times and enjoy yourself. So then what I did is I said, fine. What I'm going to do is I'm going to sit, I'm going to walk through Target and I'm going to sing the soundtrack to Frozen at the top of my voice until you start to sing. <laughs> I didn't tell her that. I just started to sing. And it was like, it was killing her because she wanted to sing so bad <laughs> that she's like, okay, I'm not going to sing because somebody's going to say something to me. And then, then she just like, she caught the fever and just started to sing. It went a little too well because then after that, she got out of the uh, the shopping cart. It was the big kid cart, you know, the ones that have the seats. Yeah. She got out of the big kid cart and started to do interpretive dance. 
as well. Yeah, she was all fired up when we saw y'all. It's like the things that you don't think about, but the things you have to do, because I never want her to be silenced or think that she needs to be silent. Right? Yeah. And on my end, I've started really paying attention to the stuff that Jack's watching. Because before it was just it was just cartoons, whatever, you know. But now he's into these Disney shows. Oh, God. Yeah. The first one was kicking it. Kicking it's okay. It's kind of goofy, whatever. Um, but they're all doing karate, so that's fine. And even the, girls do, the girl does karate. But then he started watching Crash and Bernstein. We had to stop the first episode of Crash and Bernstein that Mama watched with him. Because all the women on this show are vapid, moron, fashion-obsessed idiots. And it's cool to be obsessed with fashion. That's fine if that's your jam. Uh, but it's not cool to be a moron or be presented that way in a show. Mm-hmm. So we had to stop, and I had to explain to him that I was going to let him watch the show, but we were going to talk about every single episode. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't want him to think that girls are that way. And I don't want to have to police everything my son does to this level. It makes me mad that well, the media can't to. step that shit up. You have to. I know. I mean, I do. Like, you know, we'll be, we'll be watching something and P will be like, have you seen this already? Yes, I've seen this already. Because I do. I watch everything before she does. I mean, and usually it's only when after we've watched like, you know, five or ten episodes of a new series that I will let her watch it without watching it first because then I'm kind of pretty confident that I know which way they're going to go. Um, and I see all kids' movies twice because when we there's like something new at the movies. The only movie I didn't see twice was Frozen because there was so much written up about it. So I had to go and spoil it for myself and read all the kind of feminist commentary and reviews of the movie before I took her to see it because I wanted to know exactly what was going to happen. Right, because when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh yeah," and there's the man who's gonna drive her around and save her, and blah 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 blah. And then um, I had seen something that indicated that maybe that wasn't, so I had to actually go and read a synopsis of the entire film and spoil it for myself, pretty much, um, before I took her to see it because I didn't want it to be another princess gets saved by the by the prince movie. Yeah. That she got to see. Because we don't do Disney. We don't do Disney princesses. Period. Uh-huh. No. Me and when we, we when we got there, she was like, you know this is a Disney movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, I know it's a Disney movie. Well, I mean, we watched Brave. but Yeah, but that wasn't Disney. Yeah, that was. Yeah, well, okay, that's true. Um, but yeah, we, same. yeah, we don't. And, and people have already started talking about buying little stuff like that for Pickle. And I'm like, no. No, if somebody gave us, we don't even do Minnie Mouse or Mickey Mouse. Oh, somebody gave us some stuff that has some Disney princesses and Minnie Mouse on it. And I was like, thanks, but no. You can either take it back or I'm going to take it to Goodwill. Yeah, well, you know, they've been trying to work with Minnie Mouse. Yeah, okay, my little three-year-old second cousin has a little cheerleading doll that makes me think they're not working very hard. Well, it depends on which Minnie Mouse you get, right? Because they have the the Minnie's Boutique where she owns her own store and runs her own business. And um, and it's it's all women in her shop. No no men ever come. I mean, unless they come in to buy something, but they don't they have no power in those situations. So they're trying to work with Minnie Mouse a little bit, I guess, because, you know, they were tired of her just being Mickey Mouse's girlfriend. 
um, wow. or people complained enough about it. But yeah, those cheerleader dolls kill me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. somebody had given Peggy, you know, and around here, because, you know, it's Big Ten, it's Big Ten country, they, you know, somebody is, because before long, somebody's going to give Pickle a, um, a Purdue cheerleader outfit. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um, I know. Somebody gave P one, and the only way she, and she, she, P has never wanted to be a cheerleader, even though, you remember, they, they used to bring the cheerleaders to, to their school all the time yes. when they were on campus. Yes. And somebody asked P, because, you know, she's tall, she's thin. She's got long blonde hair. Are you going to be the next golden girl? She looked at him. And she was like, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, fuck you. And Orgy rode in on. I'm not that. But um, they gave her a cheerleading outfit. And she wore it for Halloween one year. Because she went as a dead prince. Uh, she went as a dead cheerleader. A zombie cheerleader. She went as a zombie cheerleader. Yep. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway yeah no well we went off on a big tangent there I know it's, we're just ranty tonight mm-hmm. that's okay alright I think that's about it for news we'll skip that and then we have no indie game because Alex Lane is job marketing and she is out doing great things and impressing people terribly on job interviews because she's super smart and who and if you're listening and Alex Lane is interviewing, give her a job. <laughs> give her a job. She's really smart. You will not be disappointed. Um, but what we're gonna do this week is we're gonna do a. We've done it for good, good God. We've been doing this for what, three or four years now. Our annual semi quasi game of the year discussion, um, where we talk about. Everybody's going to choose their three-ish because we got some people who are being difficult. <laughs> three-ish favorite, right, man. favorite games. And try to come to um, see if we can come to some kind of consensus either <laughs> as a group or with ourselves <laughs> of which game uh, has kind of been our favorite game of the year. And uh, because Charlotte is guest. Of course, you're gonna make me go first. I'm gonna make you go first. Alright, fine. So, my game of the year will be nobody else's game of the year, and that's cool. It's fine. Right. So my so what are your three favorites? I'm gonna I'm gonna start with my first one. Is this three or one? This is number one. No, go from three. Let's see what you got. Okay. Uh, oh my well, gosh, Sam. Three is a um, tie. <laughs> I'm bossy too. Three is a tie between The Last of Us and Beyond Two Souls. Oh. <clears throat> Tell us why. Well, for similar reasons, actually, because they're both very narrative. Um, and also, I think they bring up interesting gender issues that I know you don't agree with. <laughs> but <laughs> nonetheless, um, they brought out characters that I could I could get behind yep. in some sense. Um, number two, Tomb Raider. Mm. Uh, again, we don't agree. That's all right. Um, you don't know if we agree yet. Oh, wait, I do know because I've heard your previous podcast when we discussed it in person. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, Sam. See, remember, you talk to people. I do know that. That's thing. Yeah. Um, I know I people love, actually listen. <laughs> I listen. I love Tomb Raider, of course. I love this one. I, I, I actually didn't really get into I never played Tomb Raider really before this, and I tried to play the other ones and got kind of bored. So, um, 
Because when I play a game, I like to go back and play all of the games, which is what has gotten me into trouble with my number one. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Which is Raymond Legends. <laughs> Um, why? Okay. Well, it started out with it started out with Raymond Origins when it went on free on on the Vita over the summer. Yep. So I was doing prelims, and um, I believe at that time I also had Last of Us that I was going through. Mm-hmm. And Last of Us, you can't really get into that much when you're playing. You know, like studying for prelims because it'll suck you in forever. Oh yeah. So Raymond Origins was originally just a you know a platformer. You have these levels; they're fairly short. But holy crap, the, the, the visuals are beautiful. The whole thing is just fun. The music is awesome. I can't stop playing it. So then Raymond Legends came out, and I wasn't going to buy it because I wasn't done with Origins. and I, you know. But then the gamer thing happened, the um, Extra Life. Mm-hmm. And I wanted a new game for that. So that morning I downloaded Raymond Legends, and, and um, my life has been sucked into that ever since. Lovely. Um, but Raymond Legends is fun because... It adds, like, elements of music that make it difficult, so you have to play to the beat, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then they, they're in their hard levels. I guess I'm in the hard levels now. I'm almost done, which is amazing because it's a really long game. Um, they change it from the awesome graphics to 8-bit, so you really can't see what's happening. Oh, lovely. It's like playing Super Mario Brothers <laughs> when you're used to playing, you know, high definition. Mm-hmm. And you have to go with the beat. So if you, if you hit the beat wrong, you're going to miss it. So, anyway, it's, it's incredibly addictive um, in the sense that I have now downloaded all of the Kindle games, um, everything on Xbox Live that has anything to do with Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> and I play these games when I get stuck on Raymond Legends because, like I said, I'm in the hard levels now, so I get stuck. And then I, I just want to keep playing. I'm so obsessed with this game that when I start a new game now, I'm more worried about how long it's going to take me to save it so I can get back to playing Raymond. Wow. Yeah. That is a little obsessive. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. You have to try it. I, I, did you not download it when it was free? Yeah, I think I, I downloaded the Origins when it was free. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not as good, but it's what got me started. So you should check it out. But, you know, I, I got a hard time going back playing old games because I'm too busy playing the new ones. I know, but this, I, I don't even know what to tell you. It's like the best game. It's like, it's like. I love oh, see, that's what I was saying earlier. I need for no new games to come out for like two or three months. Yeah. So that I can like play some of the games I got. I feel like I'll just still be playing this game in three months, though. Well, I mean, I gotta, I want to finish stuff. I want to, you know, finish Zelda. I want to finish Pokemon. I don't know when I'm gonna finish Pokemon because I'm not gonna catch them all. I wanna. I'm not gonna catch them all. I'm not gonna catch them. <laughs> I play. <laughs> I know. See, and now like like Sarah was talking about, um, you know, Toy Day and Animal Crossing. So now when we get when we get out of here, I gotta go put Animal Crossing back in my DS, and I gotta play I gotta play um, The Walking Dead season two episode one because well, I downloaded that today. See, this is why when, you know, all this, the uh, buzz was going about in the past couple of days about the 3DS being $150 at Target, I was like, no, I'm not, no, no. Mm-mm. There are too many good games for the 3DS. It, it doesn't like matter. The 3DS has finally hit its sweet spot. But it I can't even keep up with the Vita, so I don't need it, because I'll be like... It's a, to- it's a totally different platform, totally different game. I know, but my point is... Yes, Sam. The rest of us, though, are like, sometimes we don't have to have all the things because we have enough things already. (laughs) (laughs) 
Look, I do a podcast about games. <laughs> <laughs> this little thing. So I got to talk about games. <laughs> I, you know, research. I write about games. I got to talk about games. But my point is, we don't have time for all this. I could play the Vita from what I have on there right now. I could probably play for the rest of the year. That's only like two weeks. <laughs> I mean, oh. <laughs> the academic year. The rest of the academic year. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you better be lucky you're not next to her. Sorry, I'm the podcast asshole. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Um, no, I understood what you were saying, and I agree with you. Um, I really waffled a lot on getting Jack this DS for Christmas because I know I'm going to play that shit. I ain't oh, got yeah. time to play that shit. Oh, yeah. And yet, it's in the drawer. Because, <laughs> you know, for most games, you can have different saves. and. Mm-hmm. Yep. Poor Jack's going to be like, I want to play. No, right now I'm doing this. <laughs> No, it's his. It is his. Uh-huh. But he goes to school. <laughs> he goes to school. He's, and you're not going to let him take it to school. You said no, that, right? I'm not. He's too little. And some mean big kid just punch him in the eye and take his DS. He'll protect him. That'd be pretty cute. Because she don't let nobody take hers. <laughs> Jack's also real forgetful. But um, I uh, I like Charlotte's list. Well, what's your list? Tell me about it. Me? Yeah. Oh, all right. My list is real short. Um, unless we want to talk about all the notes I put on why I didn't pick other games. Well, let's just start with the ones. Stick to your list. Yeah. Sarah, having seen my list, is like no. Um, I only have two on mine. I considered a couple of things for the third. Um, but. Nothing came up strong enough for me, so my two games were State of Decay and Beyond Two Souls. In what order? Um, it's hard for me to pick State of Decay as my. I would say it's definitely the most fun I've had all year, but it's got a lot of problems, so I would make that my number two. But mm-hmm. it, making my number one Beyond simply because I think that even though Beyond had a couple of weird decisions on mechanics. There was so much that went into that game from production values to storytelling where I think it's got the edge over even The Last of Us. And The Last of Us, I think, the one place it doesn't suffer is on story much. Um, Mm -hmm. And there were so many options that you could create a diverse, full, rich narrative. And it tried so many ambitious things. Before we started recording, Sarah and I were talking about the multiplayer thing, which is really cool. Uh, The whole mechanics with Aiden in general were really interesting. It was just a good game. Mm -hmm. A really, really good game. Um, So that's my game of the year. Have you played it, Sam? State of Decay? No. No. Which one? Beyond. Beyond. Oh, yeah. And not all the way through. No, because I was just wondering, because, you know, you have mine. You know what? I just realized I had yours. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized. I was like, whose is this? This is not mine. It's mine. <laughs> so I need to get that back to you. That was like a nudge, nudge moment right there. <laughs> oh, no. uh, there's something, there's something I want to drop into the show notes tonight. Uh, there was this really good article that was written about Beyond Two Souls. 
about how so many people who were down reviewing it, saying that it wasn't very good, or that the narrative didn't make sense, didn't play the whole game because you can't play the whole game unless you play multiple playthroughs because mm-hmm. you have you have options that don't show up as options unless you explore and actually put yourself in Jody's shoes. One of the examples they give, um, I don't know how far you got, Sam, but there's a scene in a bar in which some bad things can happen unless you get up and leave. You can get up and leave at any time during that scene, and those things don't happen. But because it wasn't a clear option, and because it became obvious really early what was going to happen, most people stayed, I stayed, to see how it would play out. Because you felt like you had to. But at any point, Jody could get up and walk out that door. See, but I think that's 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 poor game mechanics if, if all your choices are not not clear. I don't think it is. I think I think we weren't ready for it, and I think they might have told us um, that there were those organic features, but in retrospect, and this is what I want to go through and play it again, I think that that's actually a strength because that's what I want. I want a fully immersive, realistic experience, and that's why this is my top choice. You know, I wrote about that idea of realistic decay. How many how many games do we play where they give us choices and they don't matter? A lot, a lot. <laughs> and that's annoying. I would rather I'm with Alicia. I'd rather just let them just. I mean, and also. They don't let you make the choices that you want to make. That's not even an option. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of my problems with The Last of Us, too. In the beginning, when you're, you're killing soldiers and stuff, I'm like, why are you not taking all their gear? Hello? There's, like, creatures out there that want to eat your face. Take their gear. <laughs> that's not an option. You can't do it because they didn't build that into the narrative. That takes me out of the gameplay completely. The fact that I didn't sick. get up... The fact that I didn't get up to avoid an assault and walk out in the bar as a 17-year-old girl, that's on me. Okay, in that game. I, I made that choice. And it's the choice I probably would have made as a 17-year-old girl in a rebellious phase. But a smarter person could have left. Yeah. Yeah, I like that they give you that option. Because in, in, in like, Walking Dead and whatnot, they'll try to make a decision and it'll say something like, you don't want to do that. And I'm like, no, I really do. <laughs> <laughs> but it won't let you. So that's not a choice-based game. She's like, yeah, I really do. I want to do that stupid-ass thing. <laughs> It's not a stupid-ass thing, though, usually. Yeah, it's usually not. And sometimes I feel like no matter what you do, and as much, and listen, I love The Walking Dead, okay? I will take the Pepsi Challenge with The Walking Dead in almost any other game. But I do feel like a lot of times those are artificial choices. They're presented as big choices, but you know what? Shit's going to happen the same way no matter what. That's what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. No matter what you do in Season 1, the end events are going to play out. Mm-hmm. They might be presented a little bit differently, but not in any real way. What this article is saying about Beyond um, is that full arcs of the game can be different, which I think is amazing. Mm. Yeah, maybe I have to give it another try. Well, I have to give it another try at a point. Right now, I'm so behind in other stuff. I'm not ready for that one again yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, if you had to choose one, it would be... It would be Beyond. And and, and I say this fully, saying that I have put more time in the state of decay than any game in a long time. (coughs) Excuse me. But when it comes to sheer scope, magnitude, design, um, and ambition, as well as a great experience, 
And this one kept me going until the wee hours of that gaming marathon because I did not want to stop. I have to choose beyond. Cool. I can get behind that. Sarah, how about you go next? Um, okay. I don't have mine in any particular order. Okay. Um, so I'll start out, I'll pick up where Alicia left off and also say that one of mine is beyond because I, I, I just remember I was playing and I was like, there were just moments in the game that I stopped and was like, wow, like I would never expect these sort of moments to be in a game. Like, the scene where um, she helps the homeless lady give birth. Oh, yeah. Or um, just, like, stuff like that. And I was just like, wow, like, this is so intense for a game. And I was just really impressed And when they're out on the street and they're homeless and they're begging. And it was just very, I don't know, I just had a lot of, like, surprising moments like that. And I just thought that that was a testament to the narrative because... You know, those would be the moments that you'd see, obviously, in, like, novels and stuff, but not necessarily expect in a game. Mm-hmm. And I was impressed by that. Um, there were problems with, you know, certain game mechanics stuff, and but I'm like, pretty, I don't like know. make a jerk-off motion to pump water at the well? Come on, <laughs> I'm pretty, like, lenient for that sort of thing, I have to say. Um, I was also kind of... <laughs> I was, when it first, like, was announced, I, at first I was kind of mad because I was like, oh my gosh, I literally had an idea that was basically this for a game, and it really, it really literally, not the same powers, but, like, the general, the whole general format, uh, I had an idea like that, but then I thought, oh, well, you know, they still played off really nice, and I enjoyed it, um, so I'm a little personal bias there, because, it was something that I wanted to see in a game to begin with. And so I was like, oh, that's cool. They probably put it together better than I would ever put it together. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just really, I, I really enjoyed it. And I and I am a person that enjoys games a lot for their narrative and plot and story. So that tends to, like, weigh my decisions most of the time. Uh, so there's that one. And then one of my other ones would be Bioshock Infinite, which also has its problems. Um, especially, I was really, really upset with how they made, um, oh, what was her name? I can't remember. The leader of the Vox. Does anyone remember? I didn't play it. Oh. What was her name? I literally knew it just before we did podcasts, and now I forget. Yeah, I knew it before you said it. Oh, <laughs> Hold on, let me. I'll keep talking. I'll Google. <laughs> but I was really upset with the the direction they took her because obviously, like their whole campaign for like equality and stuff was very, like it was all very legit. And I was like all on their side, and then they had her go crazy and kill that kid, Daisy Fitzroy. Yeah, Daisy, and I love Daisy, and I really loved her, and then. They had her kill the kid, and I was just like, this makes no sense. It didn't, like, it just didn't have any, I don't know. I didn't, I, I just hated that they ended up making her character as much of a villain as they made, like, the rest of the, like, you know, evil organization stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And so I was upset with that for a while, but I still really, <laughs> but I still really enjoyed it. And just the whole, the whole design of all the, of all the levels was just really intense. And there's the one song that is, um, I think like it was, it won the VGX like song, best song in a game. Oh, Beast of America. Is that the no, one? No, it was, um, oh, I can't That's remember. my favorite one. I can't remember anything <laughs> when I'm put on the spot, sorry. But, I don't know, there's just a lot of things that I, I enjoyed about that game. And also, the narrative is really intense and interesting, even though by the end I was still kind of like, what? <laughs> I still think that's really neat how they, I wasn't expecting them to tie it in any way back to the original games. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was really impressed with that. Um, and then, I don't know, my third one is a tie. I'd have to say between Pokemon and Animal Crossing. Um, maybe Animal Crossing, just because I feel like that game has just given me so much joy this year. <laughs> it's it's like I've played over 100 hours in this game, and... Even though I had that, I've just recently had that moment where I kind of, like, got out of it. Like, I'm just right back into it. And so, I just think that's really a testament to just how, I don't know, how, how well they designed it. Because I you can keep my attention for, like, I started in June. So, it's been, like, half a year now, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, kept, I've pretty much played it almost every single day for six months. And haven't really gotten gotten tired of it, and it still has stuff to offer, and it's and it's quote unquote casual game, but yeah. I still and think yet. It's, and yet. it's still really fun. Like, I don't know, it's it's one of those games that I just feel like I bought and I got so much value out of that purchase. So. Yeah, I, I hate that fucking casual game label. Think about all the people this year who have put hundreds of hours into fucking Candy Crush. Where's Nicole? <laughs> I know. Okay, so is it my turn? It yep. is. Tell I had a hard list. time. I had a hard time. And and Bioshock, I can see why Bioshock works for a lot of people. It's just ethically, I struggle, right? I mean, and 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 you know, anybody who reads the blog knows why already, right? Because games like Bioshock and Grand Theft Auto 5 as satirical pieces when you realize they're satire just get me right and I'm like oh this is some funny shit right but then at the same time you got you got the tea party posting images from Bioshock Infinite going <laughs> yeah let's keep the niggas and specs out and I mean and you're like really you know, you don't see that this is satire. Instead, you're seeing this as, you know, recruitment propaganda. What the fuck? You know? <sighs> yeah, and I think I think that's why I had such an issue with how they turned like the whole Vox Populi at the end. They made them like crazy radicalists and like painted them as villains. And it was like the whole time I was thinking their actions are totally justifiable. Right. <laughs> like I was like. Maybe well, not, you know, obviously not killing the boy, but like still, I was. It was too I, much of a cover your own ass. Let's make everybody a bad guy. 
Yeah, like po- like both sides. Yeah. Take it to the extreme or bad or whatever. Yep. So I have a hard time saying that, you know, even though the experience as an informed, intelligent person can be a good one, I have a hard time making either of them game of the year because there are too many people too, and too many ways that the game can have the opposite effect of what we might want or might might have been intended. Um, so... I kicked both of them out and neither one of them made my like top three. Um, so I went for games that gave me more new experiences and or nostalgic experiences. And as a nostalgic experience, the one game that took me back to my days of Um, sitting on the sofa drinking way too much Mountain Dew to stay awake and play games for 10, 15 hours at a time back in the day, my heyday of JRPGs. You know what I'm going to say, don't you? Nino Cooney. Nino Cooney. (laughs) I I mean, P and I put over 100 hours into that game, 120 hours plus into that game um, on one and a partial playthrough. I mean, and it's been a long time since I put that much time into a non-MMO game. So I have to put that one in, and I'm going to put that at number three. Um, because it's beautiful. It's done, I mean, the graphics done by Studio Ghibli, which, and I love their, I love their films, right? So, I mean, it had deep great narrative fun gameplay um i love turn-based um i love turn-based battle um and it was and you know would i have felt the same if i had not had that experience with my kid i don't know i probably would have though because it was just an all-around good game um my second oh this is this is where it gets hard I'm going to tell you what, what the next two are and figure out what the order is as I kind of talk myself through it. Um, it's going to sound crazy. One of my next two is Pokemon. Because, I know crazy, crazy. I had Pokemon as well mine. <laughs> it's crazy for me anyway. Um, well, you you are you have your own little you have your own history with Pokemon. I don't have a history with Pokemon. I've always wondered what the madness was about Pokemon and have never been able to get into it. Um, I think Pokemon X has done something, or X and Y has done something that none of the previous Pokemon games have done. Has taken it beyond a battle and collection game and more into the realm of RPG. And as a person who loves RPGs, that little that little inkling of RPG that they added was exactly what I needed to bring to bring me into the game, and it was well done. Um, and it's a beautiful game. Um, and to watch the and to turn the 3D on, and I don't like turning the 3D on, but 
I would, and when I'm playing Pokemon, I'll turn the 3D on for battles. Mm-hmm. Because they look good. They do look good. And I think I like Pokemon, and, and I was torn between, I was only going to put in one 3DS game, and I didn't know if it was going to be Pokemon or Zelda. Um, and it would it would have been one of the two because not only because of the fact that they're good games and Zelda is a great game. Um, I didn't put Zelda in in the end because you can't play. There are times you can't play Zelda without the 3D, and that is a is a it makes it a a, a downer for me because especially when you're when you're pitching 2DSs for kids and you know that kids under 7 are not supposed to be looking at it, that means that you are selling kids a game that basically they can't beat. Because they can't see where they're going. Um, so I, I chose Pokemon. And because not only are they good games, but they make really good use of the hardware. So Pokemon makes one. And then here's the other one. So basically, I've chosen no like real mainstream games because my other game, and it has a lot to do with mechanics, is um, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. I've seen that on a lot of Game of the Year lists, actually. Um, because as much, because it's got a great story, right? It's, it's more, the more the traditional story, yeah, there's lots of dead mothers, Um but the thing for me was, you know, the story of two brothers that go out to to save each other. And then you have two totally different personalities. Um, and the depending on you control one brother with one um, analog stick and one brother with the other. Um, so it gets kind of crazy. And when you start, first start to... When you first start to play the game, you're like, why the fuck would they do this? It makes no sense. Why can't I just switch between the two? It is only as you continue to play the game. And at this point, you know what? Don't listen if you don't want spoilers. Um, At this point, um, as you get into the game, it's like, okay, that's why they did this. Um, Because, one... uh, you can choose either brother to do actions, but they're going to do them differently based on their uh, personalities. Um, there's tons of dialogue, but none of it is English or even human. <laughs> it's just like this made up language. So you have to, it has to be well done. The acting has to be well done in order for you to get uh, the gist of what they're saying and how they're feeling about things. Um, and in terms of the, the analog stick mechanics, it is only once you are down to one brother, and that's, that's the way I'll put it, that you recognize uh-huh. Uh-huh. that, yeah, see, you have to use both analog sticks to control what one brother has taught the other as well so if you want to do something that the older brother has taught the younger brother you still have to use the older brother's stick and it makes that absence more noticeable and more poignant 
So it, oh yeah. Oh, that's why when I was playing this game, I was like, oh, dude, you gotta play this game. Yeah, it really and 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 that is the thing. That is the thing. Is like the story fucks with you. The story fucks because I'm not gonna lie, I cried even just from the story before we got to the point that you realize that the mechanics have now changed, but that, that change in the mechanics makes you kind of physically feel that absence. <sighs> and that is what just fucking nailed it. So yeah, you know what? There it is. That's my game of the year. I talked myself into it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So we seem to have no agreement. I guess that's fine. None. Well, I mean, three of us had some overlap. Yeah, yeah, but I can't, I can't let go, of Raymond. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just saying, but, like, because we're talking about it, I'm not playing. So now you all gotta go play Brothers. I don't know if I can handle that shit right now, but I do think what's interesting is that we had a wide range of games. And honestly, except for the major sites that do, like, big lists where they do categories, mm -hmm. um, so that you, you bring in more games, you don't see that wide of a range on a lot of websites, on That's a true. lot of the different media. You see the same for – how many times are we going to see – notice it didn't come up at all in our discussions. How many times are you going to see Grand Theft Auto yeah. as somebody's game of the year this year? Yeah. Last of, well, we, we did talk about Last of Us. But that was me. Yeah, I was Last of Us. Sorry. <laughs> I don't dislike The Last of Us. No. <laughs> I didn't like the mechanics of The Last of Us. That shit was frustrating. I just really? think it had a whole lot of problems. Yeah. I thought it was frustrating, too. Yeah. No, I didn't have a problem with mechanics. It wasn't so much... It wasn't like I had a problem with them. I didn't like the way it was presented, especially in a lot of the stealth scenarios, where it wasn't so much, let's find a logical way through this, but it was an extension of the whole, let's, let's search for the right pixel so you can grab this plank. Yep. It was, let's find this exact right path so you can go through and that's not logic that's clicking yeah. and that that frustrates me i yeah. like to be able to play through and just think about the game and think about what's going on i like the thinking part and not the clicking part yeah yeah so that's why the last of us was just like frustrating for me so i'm like oh this could be so much more if you weren't doing stupid shit like this and I don't know if it was intentional or just broken. I don't either. So. So if you had to, this is this is your moment right here, folks. If you had to throw um, one more game into the mix that wouldn't necessarily be your game of the year, but a game everybody should play, what would it be? Uh, what should everybody play? <laughs> But it can't be the same as my game of the year? It can be, technically. <clears throat> I'm going to tell everybody to play State of Decay. Play State of Decay, y'all. It's cheap. It's fun. You'll get your ass kicked unless you're paying real close attention at least once. It's great. Sometimes terrible shit will happen to you. But the satisfaction of doing a lot of the stuff in that game is awesome. Play okay. State of Decay. I'll take that. Okay. What about mm -hmm. you, Charlotte? Does it have to be from this year? You got me all stuck in this year. Yeah, it's got to be from this year. Okay, fine. Raymond Legends. All right. Sarah. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, probably, probably 
beyond, I'd have to say, because I think it got a lot of flack, but I think people should give it a try, especially now that it's coming out that you can be have a lot of different yes. possibilities. Yeah. Yes. It really yeah, bothered now. me. I'm sorry, you go ahead. My turn. Oh, I was just like, now I want to play it again, but somebody has to play it through first. No, mm-hmm. I'll give you yours back, because I got a whole bunch <laughs> of shit to play. Okay. <laughs> it just really bugged me that people were, and this is this is why I get real beefy about The Last of Us, even though, I mean, I played the whole thing, I enjoyed it, I had some problems with it, but it wasn't a bad game, but I get so upset about this year's gaming discussion, because people are all like, oh, The Last of Us, the narrative, wow, it's so intense. There was no moment in The Last of Us where I was like, wow, I didn't expect that that would happen. Uh, but there were moments and beyond where I was constantly, like Sarah was talking about, like, wow, I can't believe they actually did this. I can't believe this is happening. This is so interesting. I'm really into this. Like, I was so invested. Whereas in The Last of Us, there were moments where I was invested, but they really felt to me stitched together from every other story I've read, seen, or experienced in the genre. And it wasn't new. It wasn't that exciting. It wasn't fresh. And there were some great moments, like the animals, um, and some really nice bonding moments, but I think on all levels, it's inferior to Beyond, and people were like, it's the game of the decade, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not. (laughs) You cannot prove to me that it is. We should have a lot of feels on the subject. I do. I have a lot of feels in general. I back on it, because Last of Us, I I could put down and walk away from. Yeah. Until the last of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't say it like that, but yeah, until the last of it. <laughs> uh, but beyond that, I, I just couldn't put down. So yeah. Okay, so my turn. Your turn. Game that everybody should play. Cheap game, good game. I would say I would say Brothers, but since that's already on my list, I'm not gonna say it. Um, Papo and Yo. Okay. Yeah, I have heard good things. We've talked about that one before. We gave away a copy last week. I think uh, definitely everybody should play Papa and Yo. It, because Papa and Yo and Brothers are doing things with games that take us beyond beyond the kind of banality of games and more into art, but not journey flow flower art, which is the shit I hate. But okay. actually kind of thoughtful um, narrative based uh, art with a me- art with a message and I think that's what's important to me so Papa and you and brothers I'm cheating <laughs> that's where I'm going works for me alright okay Okay, so games of the year. Yeah, there you go. Now you know what. Now you know what to 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 um, ask for for Christmas if it's not too late, or run out and get when it's on sale. So everything's on sale, and then the Steam sale, the next, the winter Steam sales should be coming up soon too. Great. Oh man, I know. All the sarcasm I can muster. (laughs) (laughs) The winter Steam sale should be coming up. I got a couple of things, indie games on my um, wish list that I want to. I want to go on sale. Um, okay, so I got a lot of things on my uh, Steam wish list that I want to go on sale so I can buy them all without having to spend too much money. Looking at doing um, the the cat lady too. 
because it, it really is, if you can, like, if you're not bothered by the subject matter, I would say, it's been pretty interesting so far. And then everybody will get to read your now. power hour tomorrow, so. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. I, though, as soon as we are done here, I'm walking right back into my living room, and I'm going to finish The Walking Dead, episode two. Well, I'm going to go play two. The Walking Dead. My hands are kind of tired, though. I've actually knit two inches on this hat while we've been talking. I My hands could be broken right now, and I would go play that game. <laughs> All right, so let's still go through a couple quick things. Um, we're not going to worry about uh, deals for broke-ass gamers this week. Why? Because everybody has really good sales on right now. Um, the Steam Winter Sale is going to come up. If you've got Xbox Live, they're doing, like, what, the 15-day countdown where every day they have, like, new games that are, like, 75% off. And they're, like, AAA titles for, like, 10 bucks, 5 bucks, crazy shit like that. Crazy. And then they have some small indie games that were, like, 99 cents even. Um, the same thing's going on on PSN. Um, so you're going to be able to get games on the cheap absolutely everywhere. All you have to do is open up your eyes and look for the next couple of weeks. And it's going to be good. Um, but, uh, as I said, last week we gave away a copy of, uh, Papa and Yo to Tony B. Um, he won a copy of Papa and Yo. This week we're giving away a copy of Fez. Um, so I, what I want to do really quickly is push this button right here and tell you who our winner is for this week's copy of Fez, if you guys don't mind. Oh, exciting. I know. See? Ready? So, uh, this week's uh, contest was to tell us what you're, you know, what do you want for Christmas? Um, and then we were going to randomly choose from the folks who answered that question. And so, whoop, and our winner is, oh gosh, it's a new winner. Fun. Um, I was hoping it wouldn't be somebody who's won before. Cause we had that, we had that, uh, one little bit where, uh, Ricky won like two or three things in a row. He's a jerk. I know. I was like, people are gonna start thinking uh, it's fixed. Kevin Blake um, actually uh, won this copy of Fez for um, PC. So Kevin, if you're listening, I'll email you and I'll send you your code for Fez. I think it's a Steam code. If I remember correctly, how I bought that one. Um. Yay! Yay! Uh, blah, 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 blah. So, and then we'll start a new contest, I guess, because it's about Christmas, we need to start a contest. Um, we'll start a new contest, and I will make that announcement um, tomorrow. I'll post it also when I post the blog, when I when I post the blog for, uh, for this episode. Um, and this one is going to be an iTunes contest. I'm not even going to tell you right now which game is going to be, right? Why? Because I haven't chosen which game it's going to be. Maybe it'll be a game we talked about. Maybe not. Um, so it will be a uh, a contest. It's going to be this is going to be an iTunes contest. You got to leave us iTunes comments. We need iTunes comments. I remember you listen to us. I know people listen to us. They tell me they listen to us. Go on iTunes um, and leave us a review because not because you know. We want to hear, well, we do want to hear what you have to say. We do want to hear what you have to say, but actually when you review us, especially if you review us positively, it moves us up on the, in the search, uh, in the search algorithm. So more people can he- find us and hear our awesome every two weeks. You want to share that awesome with everybody. I know you do. Um, so, and then you will win a copy of a game and I will post it 
when I post the, uh, in the post when I post this episode and also I'll like uh, post it on our Facebook page and tweet about it so you'll hear you'll see it in all those different venues and you'll also catch it on Tumblr because it'll come from our blog all the wonderful things um so yeah leave us comments on iTunes you can if you have questions or comments or just want to chit chat with us you can email us at nymgamer at gmail.com you can visit us on Facebook we have a Facebook page we have lots of people there that hang out um, and just look for Not Your Mama's Gamer on Facebook Facebook's not your thing you can always go to the blog so not only can you leave comments on things like the show that we posted for today but also on our daily wonderful imaginative very intelligent posts including Sarah's post going up tomorrow about the power hour review for cat lady um at nymgamer.com um and if you are so inclined and want to leave us voicemail instead of going through and you know banging on your keyboard and and uh sending us an email you can send us voicemail either from our now your mama's gamer site or you can use the applet uh, on our Facebook page, both will send us email, uh, excuse me, voicemail messages, and we will respond in kind. We like email and voicemail. We will actually answer you. Um, does that cover all the things we do? Oh, you can always also, also always follow us on Twitter at at NYM Gamer. That way, you know when something new's been posted because whenever there's a new post, which is every day, usually in the morning, um, guess what? It goes out over Twitter. So that will remind you, hey, I have something good to go look at and read. And there's a, there are intelligent things that are not Duck Dynasty um, and people saying horrible things to game <laughs> designers on the internet. Let's go see what those things are. Very smart people talking about those horrible things on the internet. <laughs> it's a catch-22. Um, or maybe we're talking about cute kids playing games where they kill people. That uh, happens. That happens, too. <laughs> So we have all those wonderful things and wonderful ways to be. All right. I think that's about it. So, uh, good Lord. I need to drink now. Hold on. All right. So, I think that about covers everything. Um, Have a happy holiday season, regardless of what holiday you celebrate or don't. Or have a happy, as Animal Crossing says, toy day. Yay. 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 Happy toy day. It's what's going to be in my house. It's going to be toy day at your house. Mm-hmm. Until, and so, until next time, which will probably be in the new year. Because even if we record on our our assigned day, which I doubt we will, I think that's actually, what, New Year's Day? Indeed. Yeah, no. <laughs> I that mean. That would be the hungover podcast. Um, we will re- we will see you in the new year, right? So until then, stay warm, stay dry, happy holidays, and as always, folks, game on. Mm-hmm.